Hello and welcome to the Extra Point Podcast Super Bowl preview show. I'm Matt Tampamash, I'm with Ross Williams and we have been talking Super Bowl all week. Ross, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, final time this season. Can't I, know, believe I can't it. believe it. <laughs> can't believe the debut season of the Extra Point Podcast is all but done. Final episode. Um, yeah, it comes around quick, doesn't it? It just comes around quick. It seems like it was week four, week five, a fortnight ago, and all of a sudden we're right to the end of the season. But I mean, what a game we've got in prospect. Um, a, a dream Super Bowl, really, I guess. You look at the, I mean, obviously, as a 49ers fan, you probably won't necessarily agree, but anytime you get in the, anytime you get in the top two seeds, I mean, what a contest. What a contest we have yeah, in store. Yeah, That Niners game, I'm just kind of writing it <laughs> off. Like, it wasn't even... <laughs> It's not even a game. Like, if you have no quarterback for the second half, I'm just discounting it. What a rubbish end of the season. But yes. These I, do, I, I disagree. I think you need depth all the way through. I think you need man up mentality. I think Josh Johnson should have just played better, I think. <laughs> Avoid that concussion. That would have been great. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, these two teams are so well matched. There's so many stats that are the exact same. I think they've scored the exact same amount of points. They obviously yeah. have the same record. So yeah, this is going to be amazing. How's we tackle this, Ross? Obviously, well, I think if you've listened to me and Ross throughout the season, you would have listened to our Sporting Life preview on YouTube, which if you haven't, go watch that now. But we'll mix up our tips a little bit. But I guess from from top of the show, who are you backing in this game, Ross? I'm going Chiefs. I'm going to the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm still on the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, uh, as you kind of alluded to there a couple of days ago, we did do our Sport in Life preview. It's available, uh, I believe, on podcast platforms, probably where you're, where you're listening to this now. Uh, also available on YouTube if you want to put you know, voices to faces and all that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, that's probably the more in-depth show. This would be a bit more of a general chat uh, around the game. But, uh, yeah, I'm going Chiefs. I went Chiefs on Thursday. I'm still going Chiefs now, despite being underdogs. I think the line's still a point and a half, I think. Um, it's a pick'em though, isn't it? I mean, it is a pick'em. Oh, I know, no, I know, no, I know no. you're going. I know you're going Eagles. You're about to tell us why, but I mean, no point in handicapping this game, is there? No, no, just take take it straight up. And yeah, I am going Eagles, and it's it's just going. It's going to be an insanely close game. But I just think Jalen Hurts is one of the best rushing quarterbacks in the NFL. I think the Eagles D to me is the reason why they win this game, and. Yeah, we'll see what Mahomes' injury is like, but I'm mainly banking on Eagles' defence being so good. The defensive line, which plays into the secondary, which is so, so deep, so good. James Bradbury, Darius Slay, CJ Gardner-Johnson, Avante Maddox is back as well. So, yeah, I just, I love the Eagles in this one. No, I understand why. I'm going Chiefs for, I mean, one reason in particular, and he's called Patrick Mahomes. Uh, It's hard to pick against Mahomes. Yeah. Of course, there's other reasons, of course. Um, I mean, Andy Reid himself is something we're not even really talked about in the preview mm. on Thursday, but the fact that Andy Reid is in, in this spot having won a Super Bowl now. And, you know, I mean, and I, I've got a sneaky suspicion if he does get the win on Sunday, this is probably not a better time to ever go out if you're Andy Reid, to be honest, against the that Eagles for the team. I feel like that's not been talked about enough, the fact that he's no. against the Eagles. And there's a great narrative there, but I think there's been the, the game on paper is so good that that's kind of slipped the net almost. Uh, but it would be a real. Um, a real opportunity for Andre to kind of go into the sunset. Um, and maybe, maybe as well, that kind of 
gives a hint as to why Eric bien still not got a job for some reason. Um, Holding out for that, yeah. Who that knows? Maybe the contingency is there. Who knows? Um, but but yeah. let's let's talk what, what are our best bets. What are you feeling most confident about, Ross? Uh, Travis Kelsey. I, I, everything to do with Travis Kelsey in this game. Yeah. You can say this about any single Chiefs game. I, I'm aware of that. And uh, look, we'll talk extensively about the Eagles defense, I'm sure, as, as you just alluded to. But I mean, he's... I mean, where do, you, where do you have him in terms of Titans in history? I mean, he's top three now. He's, he's, really, he's really getting up there now, it's fair to say. He's obviously hasn't got the prowess of the blocking that, for example, Gronkowski has, but his ability as a receiver is unmatched. Yeah, I mean, as a Colts fan, I, I, you know, we were put to the sword by Rob Gronkowski plenty of times. He is, I, I don't know if there'll ever be a prototypical tight end like Gronkowski. I think he is number one overall. Um, Kelsey's making a good case for number two <laughs> all time. He really is. His stats are unbelievable. Uh, regular season this year, again, I alluded to on Thursday 1338 yards in the regular season, uh, 12 touchdowns. Obviously, you add that you roll the postseason into that, he goes over 1500. He's had 15 touchdowns, he's had three just in the last couple of games. Just mammoth stats 110 receptions just in the regular season. I don't know how you stop him. He has the most touchdowns across any player when facing man coverage, and then against zone coverages, he averages more yards per reception than any tight end in the league. It's, I don't know how you can stop him. So you can just bank on him getting plenty of the ball. I've tipped him to have his overs for his reception line and also his yards, which is seven and a half, and I think around 78, 79 yards. Ross, you're also going for the touchdown as well, aren't you? Can't keep him out of the game. You cannot keep him out of the game. Yeah, I love the yardage. I think 80 yards is, is fine. <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's covering that <clears throat> in the postseason so far. He had 90-plus last week. Uh, just looking at his stats on the year, I mean, the, the, the weird game that stands out is the Las Vegas Raiders uh, when he played them in October, it, just in terms of keeping him out of the game and being unable to, and how much prowess he has in the red zone as well into the scoring touchdowns. He only had 25 yards against the Raiders in October uh, on seven catches. It was his lowest yardage of the entire season, only 25. He's got four touchdowns. I, I mean, <laughs> what do you do? You have to Amazing. feel for Las Vegas on a day like that. I mean, it's insane. It's remarkable that his highest day, his highest day of the season in terms of touchdown was his lowest in terms of yardage. I mean, he's a, he's a freak. <laughs> he's an absolute freak, and he's a I big game what, player. What helps him so much is. His relationship with Mahomes, but also yes. putting him in, in his shoes where he was a quarterback very, very early in his career yep. growing up, Travis Kelsey. And he can have the point of view from the pocket and almost understand which, right, that I'm facing this defense. I know where to go so that Mahomes can find me. And he hyped him up after his one game appearance in his rookie season. He knew what was coming. He gave more pop to Mahomes than anybody else coming out saying, look, this kid is going to change the league. And just look at what's happened. So, yeah, I think he's going to be huge in this game, definitely. 100%. I think final point, Kelsey himself, is just, I think there was a few people who maybe suggested there would be a drop-off this year in the sense that for the last three or four years, there's been Tyreek Hill there. They've been able to stretch the field, one of the greatest weapons in the game. So, therefore, teams were willing to give Kelsey 10, 15 yards over the middle every so often to kind of take away the prospect of Kelsey of uh, yeah. Tyreek going for 200 yards. <clears throat> Tyreek Hill's left the team. I, 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 and he's done better. <laughs> he's yeah. improved his stats. Yeah. It's insane. It really is insane. He'll be well involved no matter what happens, I think. Um, even if Chad Henney could come in the game and Travis Kelsey would still be well involved. So I think 
they've been very generous that line of over 79 and a half. And uh, yeah, I'd love to get a touchdown. 15 touchdowns in 17 postseason games. Yeah. Read it and In terms of your kind of most confident bets, um, what are you going with first? I think Mahomes to hit his under for his rushing line. It's keeps flirting around the 19 and a half line, which I think it is now. And yeah, I think this injury is just a huge factor in that. He doesn't want to rush the ball anymore. So, I mean, high ankle sprain against the Jaguars in the divisional round. Injury that typically takes six weeks minimum for a full recovery. And we've seen in these past couple of games, he's been grimacing. He's been limping. He's yeah not at 100% when he has to roll out of the pocket. And that is such a big component of his game, rolling out of the pocket, letting the play develop slash break down. And then he can attack the open field, either finding Travis Kelsey, for example, or just picking up that first down which he really does do a lot using his legs. Like he's not going to rip off these massive, massive carries, but he's so good at picking up that first down with his legs. But in his past two games, he's only had, I think, six carries for 16 yards. You look at the two previous Super Bowl appearances, 14 carries, 62 yards and a touchdown. He's just not going to be keen to rush the ball. And there's so much speed on this Eagles defense that will be able to chase him down easily so yeah I'm backing him to have under his rushing line and then playing into that over on his pass attempts I think it just makes perfect sense if he's not going to be rushing the ball as much he's going to be passing it more last week he had not last week sorry two weeks ago when they played always confuses me that <laughs> 43 pass attempts which is it over his line his line is set at 38 so yeah I take the over on both of those which you can Sorry, the over on his pass attempts, under on his rushing line, pair them up for 13 to 5, which I really nice bet. You've surprised me there. I can't believe that line's only 38. Yeah, I can't yeah. That. Yeah, I'd be well on the over for sure on his pass attempts. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. And I completely take your part in the rushing. I agree. I mean, obviously, he did he did run to essentially win the game against the Bengals in that kind of fateful play yeah, for Jordan, yeah. Jordan aside. But I mean, he was grimacing. He didn't want to be doing that if he could. It just. It shows he's willing to do it uh, if needs be, but it's certainly not going to be a go-to. The, the, the positive for that, uh, as you just said, is he's more than willing to sit back and throw 40-plus passes. And in fairness, a lot would be said about the Eagles' offensive line this game. The Chiefs' offensive line has been fantastic this year. They've got a tough task against the Eagles' defence. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but they're probably as equipped as anyone uh, in the NFL to deal with it. They're actually lead league, uh, league leading in pass block win rate this year. They've been superb in that. They're giving Patrick Mahomes 2.6 seconds in the pocket on average, which was more than last year. It's probably the most he's had uh, in a Kansas City uniform. And that, that's the thing. People have kind of dismissed Mahomes a little bit. I'm not you're, you're not doing so, but I've seen some wild, wild takes in this one. Um, just kind of really emphasizing the fact, ah, he's the best passer outside the pocket. He's the best passer outside the pocket. He's got no chance. I'm like, yes, but when he's the best, side, best passer inside the pocket yeah. too, we're talking about a whole different animal in Patrick Mahomes. I think he'll be MVP in this game. I, I do, obviously. I think if the Chiefs win, it probably has to be Patrick Mahomes. Don't get yeah, me wrong. I think, sure. So I think it's a pretty nice bet. Coral are giving 29 to 20 uh, on that price, which is nice. extremely high. I don't think there'll ever be a situation you're going to get a higher price in the next 15 years of Patrick Mahomes being a Super Bowl MVP than that. I mean, he's just that good. Um, but yeah, I mean, but, the, but I must admit that Eagles defence, that, that pass rush in particular, it's going to be extremely tricky. I mean, Hassan Reddick, I mean, what a couple of years he's had. Uh, coming from best, Arizona. best free agency signing by far. He has been so good. Back home, he went to Temple for college. So very, 
close to Philly, obviously, and yeah, he has been so good. I think his performance last week, I done it again two weeks ago, <laughs> last game. We'll just roll against, with it. We know <laughs> against the Niners was that I think that would have won him the Super Bowl MVP if it was in that game. He had two sacks, forced fumble, fumble recovery, it just set the tone and. Obviously, that game just ran away and the second half was a write-off, but he is so, so good. But obviously, it's going to be such a tough day against the Chiefs. Yeah, Secondary. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, sorry. Uh, just on Reddick as well. I mean, what is his MVP price uh, for this game? Mm-hmm. I, I know you'd be more likely to go Hurts, for example, for this game, which makes sense. I mean, the QB, there's obvious QB bias. Uh, it's on 33-1. to 33-1. I must admit, although I am going Chiefs, it, as we say, it is a pick I'm not going to be too surprised if Philadelphia come away with the win here, although I will go with the underdogs. If the Eagles do win this game, and yet, as you say, Hassan Reddick has that kind of game, 33 to 1 is a nice price. I, I think it's a really nice price. I think the thing that sets them apart is we've seen Super Bowl performances before from defenders. Uh, there was one game in particular. If you remember the Panthers Broncos, Super Bowl 50. Yeah, yeah. Von Miller became MVP. He wasn't the best defender in that game. Because Coney Ely for the Carolina Panthers <laughs> had an absolute stormer. And I talk about it all the time. Yes. He was the best player on that field. Um, but Von Miller had a forced fumble. And exactly, I believe Roll Logan yeah. scored a touchdown. Asan Ruddick leads the league in forced fumbles, doesn't he? As well yeah. as his sack. So you've got to make a turnover happen. You've got to make a turnover. And if you can roll on the ball and potentially get in the end zone as well, that's that's going to have to set you apart. I think just getting a couple of sacks probably isn't enough in the Super Bowl yeah. just due to the bias. But I think that gives Reddick a shout and 33 to 1. Should be shorter than that, shouldn't it? Should be yeah, I, as I almost a safety blanket, I've tipped the, any player from the Eagles D to win Super Bowl MVP just because there's so many players across this, this defensive line. I mean, obviously, they've near enough. Well, they lead the league in sacks with 70 through the regular season, and they're just so good. You can pick any of them. When Brandon Graham and Dominic Tua rotational rushes you know you're in a pretty good place and <laughs> I mean even Brad and Graham himself the last Super Bowl he had a massive performance he basically closed the game out yeah. um yeah I, he's such a good veteran and but on top of that I mean I've talked about these cornerbacks how they are so good and then CJ Gardner Johnson moving him back to safety where he managed to have six picks on the year all it takes is that for a, for a defensive player it's probably not Oh, they got two sacks and it was a really good game. It's that story moment, the Malcolm Butler interception, that that moment that will win the game, basically, or turn the tide. And there's so many players to pick from that you can get that nine to one, which I think is a pretty good safety net. I mean, I am tipping Hurts, but I like that as a backup. I like it. There's a hell of a narrative around the Philadelphia Eagles defense generally. I know, obviously, their defensive coordinator is in the running potentially for a couple of for a job or two. Obviously, there's two yeah. still two jobs available from the Colts and the Cardinals. Uh, he, he's knocking around there. You understand that. I mean, there is a remarkable stat I found about this uh, Eagles defense, the pass rush in particular, obviously famously 70 sacks this season. Do you want to hazard a guess how many sacks they had in 2021? Ooh, it's got to be. Was it the fewest in the league? Am I right in thinking that? They were 31st. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had 29 in 2021. They were 31st oh, come in up. the league. That yeah, and they've gone to. I believe there's only two or three teams in NFL history, and two of them were the Chicago Bears in '85 and '86, <laughs> uh, or '84, whatever it might be. But yeah, the Monsters of the Midway, the only team pretty much to have had more sacks in the modern era than, than the Eagles. It is it is remarkable, and there's no wonder why that DC is in. Um, yeah, he might be might be leading my team next season. Who knows? And I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. it. Um, where should we head next? Then I mean, so many storylines 
I'm going to go for a running back. And I've heard this nickname today, which I really love, Playoff Kenny. Forget Playoff Lenny, I'm going <laughs> Playoff Kenny, like Kenneth Gainwell. Like His line is rush attempts, rushing yards. It's so low. Is set at four and a half rushing attempts and only 19 and a half rushing yards in the match. You can pair both of those up and get it at eight to five. And I think that's just so obvious. Last week, last game against the Niners, 14 carries for 48 yards. And then previously against the Giants, 12 carries, 112 yards. He's really emerged as just a true weapon in this offense. And he offers more pass catching upside, I believe, than Miles Sanders. And he's rightfully getting these snaps and carries. So yeah, it just makes total sense to me that I think he is going to get a lot of the ball. And I mean, he's he's 11 to 4 for a touchdown as well, which he's. I was just looking at that market. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He had a touchdown against the Giants two games ago. And the Eagles' red zone offense is the best in the league. And they are facing the Kansas City Chiefs' red zone defense, which I believe is 31st in the league. Could it's, be 32nd. Yeah. yeah. Really poor. So. It just makes sense to me. I really, really like Kenneth Gainwell. He has, for me, the most appeal as a running back for the Eagles. So, yeah, I know you're, you're a fan of them as well. Yeah, I love that line. I think I mentioned it to you a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago. It's just the line just won't go up. I, I, I don't know what Gainwell has yeah. to do for that line to go up. It's, it's bizarre. It's, it's as if it almost feels like a trick line, but it's just not. Like He's hit the last two. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it, no. feels like free, it feels like free money, that one. It's a really weird one. I mean, just look at the touchdown scoring market now. Anyway, that's obviously something worth talking about in this game. I don't think we have beyond Kelsey and uh, is over. We probably don't have specific uh, bets in this one, but just having a having a quick gander now. I mean, <laughs> Miles Sanders at evens is probably the worst bet in the in the game, isn't it? Because <laughs> there's so many other options, as we just said. Game yeah. well, Boston Scott might get himself involved. Who knows? You can get like a ten to three Boston Scott touchdown in this game. I mean, second uh, second half, you'd, you'd certainly be looking at that, and obviously it hurts himself. Uh, at evens, I mean, hurts you know, those those famous sneaks, even I'm a big fan of that, yeah. nice for Jalen Hurts, yeah. Um, yeah, I love that. Same with his rush, um, his rush attempts in the game, 10 and a half, etc. That's yeah, bang the over on that, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would maybe have a little look at Isaiah Pacheco, um, yeah, the Chiefs yeah. as well, six to four. I had a great game, I thought, against the Bengals. Mm. Um, he's a weird player, doesn't bust many tackles or anything like that. He's pretty slight but he's he's electric he's electric you can't give him open space i'm not saying he's going to get too much um he has the highest rush success rate in the entire league which is mental (laughs) it's been a revelation hasn't he as a rookie yeah and if you are going to go against the eagles d the probably one place too is i mean it's not a weakness at all but they are softer to the run inside than they are to the pass and rushes outside for example they've had to rotate their dts often throughout the season jordan davis the rookie he got an injury and then he hasn't quite been the same since he got back and then dominican sooth and val joseph i mean obviously they were on the street they were free agents and it's maybe for a reason i guess they're obviously great players but not at the peak of their powers so yeah, yeah. pacheco he's he runs, he looks like he runs so fast as well. Yeah. I don't know if it's his arms like moving so quickly. He passes yeah. the eye test, doesn't he? He yeah. really does, yeah. It's an interesting one, isn't it? You're probably right. And I think in terms of a, a weakest point, let's just say in the Eagles D, you're probably right. It's probably going to run between the tackles. It's just, 
I mean, imagine this week uh, in Arizona, Andy Reid getting Patrick Mahomes in a room just going, right, we're going to consolidate the run. Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance in this one. And, no. and that, that's the thing. I think, But I think the Chiefs are good enough that they're not a team that's just going to look to exploit weaknesses because I, I don't think you can. I think they're good enough to just kind of do their own thing. And, you know, I discussed the other day in the preview that, you know, you, you've got to score 300 yards on these teams. You've got to go over 300. Yeah. The 12-0, and 0, the Eagles, uh, whenever they've conceded less than 300 yards, um, they've lost three games when they've conceded more. I mean, the Chiefs are perfectly placed to do that. They're at the average 407. They've had games with 500-plus yards this season. They are so dominant when they, when they get going. Um, it's a tough ask. It's a tough, tough ask, but if anyone's going to be capable of it, it is going to be these guys, and that means they come in front of the ball a lot. I mean, I like Isaiah Pacheco as a bit of a... Um, I don't want to say gadget, but I mean, they're going to get yeah. to him quicker than, I mean, like I said, Patrick Ryan's going to get, he usually gets 2.6 seconds in the pocket. You can shave that down to two probably in this game. So there are going to be situations where he's going to dump off uh, when the blitz comes. That's probably where Pacheco gets his options. It's probably more in the past, in the past game than it is uh, between the tackles, I think. But I mean, just kind of pivoting towards a certain point here. And one of my favorite bets in this game as well is, it's interesting because we didn't really discuss it too much. We haven't discussed this line particularly too much, even though it's one of the key the key markets. But the over-under in this game is 51. Yeah. I mean, for a Super Bowl, it's high. Um, but really, when you look at these two teams and what they've done all year, and it's the best scoring team in the AFC, the best scoring team in the NFC, it, it, it feels very doable, doesn't it? It does feel doable in this game. Oh, no, yeah. It's... Just such good offenses, like yeah. I my worry would be, I mean, I'm obviously piping up the Eagles, just the Eagles yeah. be, being good, that good. But we know what Mahomes is, and it's you. You would not be shocked if it's just touchdown, 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 alternating back and forth. I we could be on for an absolute classic in this game. Could well be, and I it, it kind of goes about saying you just look at the maths. But I mean, the fact that they've scored the exact with the same amount of points as well. It does beg the question. It doesn't always happen in Super Bowl, but could we get some free football out of this one as well? Could there be could there be overtime? Yeah. Give even more opportunities for point scoring. Um, in that vein, like I said, one of my favorite bets is both teams to score 10 points uh in each half. Um the, my reasoning for it is very, very simple. That's how that's what they've averaged all season long. Both teams yeah. have averaged over 10 points in the half. They move the ball quickly, the Chiefs in particular. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the Eagles have got... It's a weird one. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because the Chiefs don't often play from behind. They might have to in this game. Yeah, we haven't yeah. seen it too much this year. There's been games... I know they played the Broncos. I think it was in December where they shot out to a 21-24 point lead and then kind of put the cue in the rack a little bit. Um, it's almost sometimes you... Because you, you see some of the plays they come out with and Andy Reid just like reaches into the, the trip book sometimes and it's just... Do they just want to challenge? <laughs> I mean, they almost like... They're crying out for a real, real contest. They're going to get one on Sunday. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the Chiefs kind of stand the, up to that. The disrespect it? of, well, I think it was against the Raiders when they just had all the players running yeah. around in a circle. Yeah. Pretty exactly exactly what's think. in my mind right now. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, there's almost an, an element of, I, I, I don't know if it's arrogance because Andy Reid's not really that guy. But um, yeah, they, they're just striving for a challenge. And I mean, this is the, I mean, I don't know how many times they've been underdogs this season it'll be less than a handful <laughs> I mean it'd be one or two times this season yeah, at all yeah. they've been underdogs obviously they are underdogs in this game although it's quite a pick so I'm really intrigued to see how the Chiefs deal with that and um, potentially playing from behind and 
almost I almost feel like we're going to see, and I hope we do, and that's obviously why I'm picking KC, almost the Chiefs from Mahomes' first full year or his second full year when he was fresh on, when the expectation wasn't quite there. And he was just this guy who came in week 17 and then started the next year. And we were like, oh, he looks good, but we don't really know. He was unbelievable in his sophomore yeah. year, wasn't he? And yeah. I almost feel like with that expectation, I think the Chiefs' underdog is terrifying. <laughs> I really do if you're the Eagles. So it's a, lot, it's a lot of my thinking. As I told you in the week, it's I'm going Chiefs. Is it mainly vibes? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it yeah. is. But I mean, a team that's been to three Super Bowls in five years and five straight championship games and against, you know, I, I like Nick Sirianni, I think. <laughs> he's, he's an interesting character. Um, the second year coach, not the first second year coach by any means to reach Super Bowl and second year coaches have won it. I'm not saying he's not capable of doing that. But yeah, he's up against an awful lot in terms of prestige isn't he? and reputation yeah. with that, with that I, Chiefs franchise. I do think this almost could be the start of the Eagles dynasty in a sense, could though. Be. Could be. They're so young, they're so deep. And yeah, Sirianni, I mean, I agree there are definite question marks about him, but he has proved that was wrong and he has been really strong. I think one bet that I do like, and I think you touched on it as well, is just fourth down conversions for. Both teams, Sirianni goes it goes for it more than anybody, and he's so successful. Like we see the quarterback pushes that they do for Jalen Hurts when it's short yardage, but he's so aggressive. I mean, the Eagles to successfully convert a fourth down is four to eleven. It's <laughs> I thought it'd be a bit more generous than that, but yeah, same for the Chiefs though, four to six. When you got yeah Mahomes, yeah, I think it's just easy, and games are won from these decisions, and they have the talent to be able to go for it, basically. So I think both teams could easily get a fourth-down conversion in this game. Yeah, I, I don't know if this exists or maybe something we uh, request, but I'd, I'd like to see a line for, like, three-plus fourth-down attempts or something, yeah, like, or something yeah. like that. Cause it, is, cause it is going to be that kind of game because I think with the amount of points potentially going to be scored in this game, I mean, you can't afford to go two-score down no. um, due to the strength of... But being both defences, the Chiefs' defences, no, I'm mean, obviously... No, oh, yeah, yeah. ...the Eagles... This is not a bad defense by any stretch from the Chiefs. I mean, they they rank very, very high with the top five in a lot of categories. Um, Chris Jones is on absolute tear at the moment. Um, you can't afford to go two scores down in this game. So any kind of midfield situation where you're looking at a fourth and two, or to be honest, let's be honest, anything up to kind of fourth and six. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. see some we're gonna see some chances here. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see some caution thrown to the wind. It changes the game. Third and tens aren't third and tens anymore. The the way that you view it of it's we have to convert it. It's can we get four yards, six yards, and then can we go for it again after that, which is so annoying when you're the fan of the opposing team oh, and yeah. they are just decimating you. Yeah. But uh, tying, tying into the points, I think you tipped this as well. It was a reception over 56 yards, was it? Or, uh, 55, yeah. You get you get five to two, five to two on Sky. Five to two. Yeah, on um, any player to a 55-yard reception uh I, I really like this one uh, and yeah I, you do too don't you yeah yeah and i'm going well player specific Devonte smith his line is set at 23 and a half for his longest reception and i think take the over on that we saw him against the niners have that it wasn't a catch but yes it was a catch <laughs> yeah. very early in the game but uh in particular the Chiefs' secondary is loaded with rookies and look they have been really good but they I rank, I think, 31st against the deep ball, which Jalen Hurts has more than enough in his locker. And 
surprises me this, but the Chiefs have allowed more touchdowns to wide receivers than any other team in the league, which interesting. You wouldn't expect that, but yeah, Devonta Smith is just such such a weapon, and obviously AJ Brown is the premier man there. But Smith, he will see a lot more favorable coverage with Brown drawing the the top coverage, basically. So yeah, I, I think Smith twenty three and a half feels very low for him to me. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree there. I think, I mean, both of those guys capable, aren't they? On the, on the Eagles side, I think Smith makes sense. Nacho is a wide receiver too. Nacho is going to face a, a nicer matchup. I think AJ Brown, like we discussed this the other day, I think AJ Brown will be doubled early doors. Yeah. Um, it, it's interesting what you, I think you said, pick your poison, didn't you? Um, you're against the best Russian team in the NFL and probably your strategy for the first half is, okay, we'll let them run. It sounds ridiculous, but they're going to have to. I mean, that, that, that's yeah. just the way it is, and you just trust your offense to be able to keep up. Um, and the, the Chiefs will have the Chiefs have no qualms in doing that. But yeah, they, they'll try and take AJ Brown out of the game to start with, give Devonte Smith some opportunities. I think as we go further on, and especially if the Eagles take a bit of a lead, um, that changes up a little bit. Because obviously, yeah. Yeah. whenever the Eagles have a lead, then they want to run the clock. You've got to stop the run in that sense. That gives Smith and Brown opportunities to pick up a, a long, long reception. And as for the Chiefs, of course, it could be any player in the game for my particular bet. Yeah. I mean, whichever one you want, four or five. I mean, in terms of in terms of arm strength, you're certainly not worried about that. With Patrick no, Holmes, of course um, Yeah. He, every other game, he seems to hit one of these. The likes of Marcus Valdez Scantling, for example. I mean, pretty much made an entire career in Green Bay on, on doing, that, yeah, yeah. doing such a thing. Smith cleared his 23 and a half longest reception line in six of his last eight games, wow. including his last two in the playoffs. So, yeah, I think I think this I, I mean, I've only just stumbled on this recently, but I think, yeah, I am a very, very big fan of this bet. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I've just been looking at some out there selections during the course of the podcast. I, I've just got one because... Nick Sirianni, again, I touched on this the other day. He's got an ego. The, the guy's got a bit of something about him. Um, never showed, never showed in Indianapolis when he was obviously there. Um, but he's got a bit of edge, um, which is remarkable because people remember that first press conference in Philadelphia where he's tripping over his words and looked massively out of depth. Uh, two years on, uh, there's something about him when he beat the Colts. I remember in Indianapolis, he's... He, he, he's jumping, jumping on the bench. He's screaming at the fans, saying that's for Frank Reich and all this kind of stuff. He's he's got he, he's got some he's got some real something about him. And I think if his Eagles are going to win this, because like I said, I'm not going to rule it out as much. As I'm with the Chiefs. Um, he he wants to be remembered. Uh, I think he wants some. He wants a moment because again, 2017. We all know the moment. Um, there's literally a statue of it outside Lincoln Financial Field. I mean, the Philly Special is in Eagles folklore. It, it's strange, isn't it? I mean, that play is almost bigger than the Super Bowl win itself uh, in terms of cult, um, popular culture. And yeah. I do wonder, any quarterback to score a receiving touchdown <laughs> is 40 to 1. We've we touched on it the other one touched on it earlier in terms of could a third passer be in this game? AJ Brown's thrown a ball. AJ Brown's thrown a ball before. There's a couple of guys who could throw a ball on the Eagles side. Can you imagine if they get in a short down situation and everyone thinks they're going to run the ball? Because why wouldn't they run the ball? And then Jalen Hurts peels away and catches a ball of 40 to 1. <laughs> I'm not ruling it out. That's all I'm saying. Written in the stars, isn't it? And I mean, you flip that 
to rub it in the Eagles' faces and the Chiefs to go and deploy that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, why not? I mean, Mahomes, I think Mahomes has been involved as a receiver. Yes, That's, yes. That has happened. Um, I think they've had tight offs that Tyreek thrown to him a couple of times. I think it happened this season as well, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I think he had a drop. But um, oh, if we get a Philly special 2.0, wow. What a moment that would be. Do you know what? 40 to 1, that's 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 worth five pence of anyone's money, isn't it? I think. That is, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I love those fun ones. That's what the Super Bowl's all about, isn't it? That's what the Super Bowl is all about. Any QB to have a reception is 12 to 1, straight up. So um, Yeah, that's good. That's, that's pretty nice as well. Just as a, a simple one, just three plays to attempt to pass, like you said, 6 to 4 for that. And yep. yeah, like, obviously you've got the two quarterbacks, so that's two out of three done. And then I mean, obviously, any injury that makes it three yep. instantly. But then you've got so many different players that are capable of this, and yeah, that that screams a winner to me. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Again, it's one of those kind of fun prop that you probably wouldn't do in another game, but makes total sense in the Super Bowl. Yeah, especially with Mahomes carrying. I mean, I hope to God, obviously, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to sit out any any snaps in this game, and it would it ruin it a, a tad. With, with all due respect to Chad Henney, it would ruin the game. Uh, to a certain extent, but against a team that's so dominant in terms of getting to the quarterback with him carrying as well, if you're getting six to four for that, I mean, you could see Chad Henney for a couple of plays at least while he's in the blue tent. Who knows? Uh, I certainly hope not, but um, that is a possibility. Um, we might as well give our score prediction on this as we did on the preview, but uh, just for the sake of you guys listening, thank you very much for listening. Um, I'll let you go first. Eagles 27, Chiefs 17. I The more I say it, the more <laughs> outrageous it sounds. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really confident of an Eagles win. And this is all about their D and their running game, basically. I think they can bleed the clock, really put the pressure on the Chiefs and make it a tough day for Patrick Mahomes. So yeah, I'm, I'm back in the Eagles here. What about yourself? Yeah, I understand it. I disagree, but I understand it. I'm going 31-27 to the Chiefs in what would be a barn burner, really. Um, but it'd be a, yeah, just a super football game, hopefully. Uh, that would that would break yes. the over as well. Um, so we'd have that. I think that would likely land both teams to score 10 points in a half if yeah, that was to happen sure. as well, which I really like. Um, teams got to start quick. They've got to start quick and they've got to finish. Uh, they've got to be a 60-minute football team to win this game, that's for sure. And Chiefs have been there and done it. So I'm, I'm kind of banking on that. Uh, for the time being, but I mean, yeah, I think that's near enough it. Uh, I don't know if there's any more you want to call out, but I mean, what a match this is going to be on Sunday. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. And uh, the halftime show will be pretty good as well. <laughs> I'm buzzing the halftime show will be something that pretty much the first leg of Rihanna's World Tour. I, I, would, I would imagine yeah, that she's apparently going to announce enough. afterwards. Um, exactly. I'm looking at the market now and I was going to ask you what's the first song but better have my money is into one to ten on. <laughs> oh it's so, someone's seen a dress rehearsal haven't they I think <laughs> that's what's happened yeah. there I think, I'm, oh. I'm, my hope is we get Jay-Z as an anytime guest at four to nine I would absolutely love that yeah there's some interesting ones Calvin Harris seems pretty likely I think as well four to seven um They've got Eminem at six to four in the betting. I'm not. I'm not sure of the way he lies. Really, <laughs> really no, the vibe, was, to be honest. But, uh, last, he was there last year as well. I don't, he I don't think he'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, and even the NFL have to have Kanye there, are they? Uh, we'll, no, we'll no. <laughs> Surely not. I can't believe he's only five to one. Uh, that's an insane price. But um, 
yeah, that would be great. And of course, the national anthem. We'll all be watching the national anthem. Who doesn't love Chris Stapleton? I do yes. now. Uh, I sure do. And um, as I mentioned on the preview, two minutes and seven seconds. The line for that one, well, all the stopwatches out, I'm going under in that one. I'm hoping that he's a big football fan. He's ready for the Chiefs and the Eagles. He's, he's, <laughs> he cannot wait to see this football game. So he'll wrap it up nice and early. And um, if it does go over two minutes, I'm hoping it's just his guitar solo stuff and he's already finished the yeah, words. Yeah. That'll be fine, as he has done in previous songs. So yeah, under in the national anthem. That's the one we really want. That's the one we really want. Get 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 the day off to a good start, hopefully. <laughs> Definitely. Any more from you? Or I think that's about it. I think we've got a few yeah. more. Yeah, I mean, as we said, referenced it multiple times during the podcast, but we do have uh, a full Sporting Life preview as well on the Sporting Life YouTube channel. Uh, that's about 20 minutes of those along with Tom Carnduff going through uh, some of what we've said today, uh, but also a few extra bits uh, as well. Um, we look all professional and stuff. It's, it's really good. So go, go over there <laughs> and have a look at that, uh, if you will, before Sunday's game. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I mean, thank you so much for listening all season long. Never mind just this one. Uh, we really do yeah. appreciate it. We thought we'd try something different. Uh, we really enjoy doing it, so we will continue to do it, that's for sure. Um, yeah, any kind of comments or anything like that, please do uh, drop that wherever you are listening to this. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had some winners. And yeah, enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll be with you at some point. <laughs> that's for sure. Thank you very much, guys. 